Welcome, welcome. This is A Night Out in Tokyo. I am your host, David McGinty. Um, I just want to give my friends back home a feeling of what it's like for a typical night out here in Japan, in my life at least. I want to bring some guests on, and um, yeah, this is very much a test run. It's going to be a very disorganized podcast, but uh, I mean, here we go. This is my first time doing this. Today, um, I have one of my very, very good friends, Marlon. I want you guys to get to know him. Um, so, Marlon, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, you know, tell people about your background a little bit. Yo, yo, hey, my name's Marlon. Born and raised in London. Major hip hop head. A meditation head too. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm in Japan. But I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. So, originally, what made you want to move to Japan? Because you got here before I did. I mean, I had a lot of vacations here, but you started living here before I did. Okay, basically, it all started back in 2017. Me and a couple of friends came here on a holiday. Yeah. And the only reason I agreed to come here was because the flights from London to Tokyo and back were super cheap. Yeah. £240 return. That's crazy cheap. Wow. How did you manage that? Connecting flights. To That's where why. though? Uh, you got change in Russia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the Aeroflot. <laughs> yeah. See, I always so, yeah. have to change the China. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, because it was super cheap, I thought I've never been there. I'll come. Yeah. Like, because two of my friends, they were major Japan hits. Yeah. Like, I did work in Uniqlo for a bit. Uniqlo? What is that? Uniqlo. Uniqlo. Oh, the, the, sorry. the clothing, yeah. the clothing yeah. store. Oh, yeah. no, I got you. Yeah. I worked there for like two months. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first time I met Japanese people. Yeah. And that was what? My early 20s. Okay. And up until then, Never met any Japanese people. Never went to no Japanese restaurants in Ozunga. Never went to no... Um, yeah, I didn't know any Japanese people. No Japanese um, in my school. College, like, none. Yeah. So when these guys were all hyping up Japan, I thought... You know, it's the price that brought me here. The yeah. price. Yeah. Then once I got here, obviously everything was completely different. Biggest yeah. culture shock of my life. Yeah. And then as the days went on, I started, I didn't like it. But then... Living here. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Living, no, no. That was a holiday. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, there's, there's the holiday story before... Like, sorry, the holiday story is what got me to live here. Yeah, so what made you turn around from not liking it to want to live here? Okay, hip-hop. The now, holiday. That's my question for you. Is the holiday. I know you are the biggest hip-hop head I've ever met. Hip-hop to death, rude boy. And I grew up with <laughs> hip-hop heads. Yeah. So, Tokyo is not the first destination I would think of as a hip-hop destination. Very true, I agree so, with that. Now, living here, what made you decide, I want to move to Tokyo for the hip-hop? Like, what made you kind of decide that? It's like, I basically, music is universal. Like, I've met to- um, Japanese hip-hop heads that don't speak English, but the vibe was there, and that's why we've got along. Yeah. So, the fact that they love hip-hop, like, I love hip-hop, yeah. that was more than enough. So you got that universal communication going exactly. on. Exactly. That's what happened. Like, the first hip-hop event I went to before the whole corona situation really stopped down on everything when you were living here yeah, yeah. When i was living here, it was it was a uh, february yeah yeah february was it march maybe it may have been march maybe what, march so when, when when did you move here to live okay. here 
I arrived here in 28th of December 2019. Okay. I said to my friends, yeah, because it was meant to be a group of us, but due to family situations for the other guys, yeah. that's why they, they didn't come. Yeah. One came with me, but he treated like a holiday, because I treated like a new start. So I had to find a job, etc., find a new place to stay. Gotcha. So, um, 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 crap, I lost my point. <laughs> I lost my point. I lost my point. Yeah, um, I mean, um, you know, like, uh, so, so once you got here, right? Yeah. Like, what was, I know you had been here before on vacation. Yeah. Uh huh. But once you were living here, I know mm-hmm. things kind of changed a little bit. They did with me at least. Mm-hmm. What was your impressions after living here for a little while? What was different from living here and yeah. vacationing here? Okay, vacationing here. Yeah. I never made no food. <laughs> yeah. We Denny's every day. Two, three, honestly, we ate so much at Denny's. You went to Denny's on your vacation? Denny's, Coco Ichibanya. Like, okay. wait, I, lo- I love that place. Yeah, I mean, well, it's good. That place, a couple random places. Also, went to a lot of themed cafes. Yeah. Like, Hawaii Monster Cafe, RIP. Yeah. Alcatraz, RIP. Yeah. Um, Alcatraz is down now? Yeah, but Alcatraz got shut down years ago. No. Man, we had John's birthday there. It may be a different one because the one the one we went to was literally opposite Harlem because it was perfect. Okay, so went there's there, another one. And we went to Harlem. Yeah, there's another one close to here. It's the same company, but yeah. I'm okay, okay. It's, I think yeah. same company, but um, anyway, what else? Yeah. Loads Sorry. of Japanese street food, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, because when I first came here, like London, I was doing a whole vegan thing, but once I come over here. Brother, be, living vegan out here is fucking hard. Excuse my French. Even though a brother like me don't talk French anyway. Yeah. But like, yeah, being, ve- being vegan out here, man, is. Unless you're a whole food vegan, and what I mean by that is you buy your fruit, vegetables, seeds, nuts, etc., and you make everything at home. Yeah. But some vegan restaurants, the ones that I've been to, they're a rip off. Yeah, and I rip off. There's so, a, unfortunately, I stepped out of the box and thought, I need to eat to survive. So, yeah. I, was, I am. Even right now, I'm just, like, I make vegan meals in my share house. Yeah. But going out to vegan restaurants, the few I've been to, it's not worth the money. I get you, because um, it should be noted, in Japan, there is not a lot of vegan options. In Tokyo, I think you're going to be all right. But if you're traveling around... It's going to be a little bit more difficult. In Tokyo, you got some options, and they are very delicious. There's some good spots, but... Um, They're not widely available. Yes, it's mm. definitely not widely available. Like, I had seen this video of a challenge. Uh, this guy was trying to eat vegan for a day in the Inaka, in the uh, Tokyo... Uh, sorry, not Tokyo, uh, Japan countryside. And he was trying to eat only vegan for a day, so he was trying to buy some crisps, some chips. But even the chips had some like fish <laughs> yep. flavored ingredients in them. I think which I've seen that. I think I've seen that. Yeah. But I'm not going to shout out the YouTube channel, but yeah. I've oh, I'll shout it out. That's yeah, a brought yeah, in yeah. Japan, man. Every, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. Who, everyone knows every that brother. foreigner yeah. who lives here knows that, yeah. yeah. Mind you, I should be shouting so, out. He's a fellow Londoner. I should be shouting him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris well, Abroad. Do you know what? If you come to Japan, you don't know Chris Abroad. Like, that's. Everybody that doesn't make knows. any sense. Exactly. Yeah, if you come yeah, here, you, that, I mean, that's how you're going to learn yeah. how to survive. He, mm. he, he's got a lot of good advice. But mm. uh, anyway, another thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, so the entire time you've been here, 
Um, it's basically been Corona time. Right up. So I've experienced COVID Tokyo. Yeah, but the COVID times I say because I don't yeah. want to be disrespecting say COVID. To, you know, you know people be offended over nothing these days. But yeah, the COVID times of Tokyo is what I have experienced. Because back on holiday, yeah, I experienced Japan for those two weeks, just under two weeks. Yeah, but here now, mm. And if I can say, if I can say a little bit of a disclaimer here, I know in a, in my home country, America, there's a lot of shaming going on for people going out to bars and such. But um, Japan, compared to at least the West and America and London, it's been largely, comparatively, unaffected by Corona. Like we still, it's still a thing here. But I think um, people don't understand. Sure. We've been affected by it, but it's been largely untouched by Corona. So, um, for example... Sorry, can I stop you there? Yeah. They've been more strict, even though we've had the lowest rates out here. Because mm. the whole Olympic thing. Yeah. That's why they've been super strict. Exactly. But mm. the, the point I'm trying to get to, really, is that um, I think a lot of Western listeners might think, Oh, fuck these guys, they're at a bar right now. They're spreading COVID, but you know what? Haters! <laughs> yeah, yeah, but honestly, you know what? Um, I had COVID last year. Hold up. And I could have I stayed home every single day, but the lovely Chizuru, my girlfriend, happens to be a bartender. So if I had stayed home every single day and not left the house, I still would have gotten Corona. So personally, I think I'm just as much at risk no matter where you go, dude, we have this uh, train line called the Yamanote Sen, which is the busiest train line in the world. You are just as much at risk of catching Corona. I didn't corona. know that. That's the busiest line in the world. Do you know, uh, man, I don't want to misquote the figure, but I believe when tourists are here, I believe there's about 5 million people that go through Shinjuku station every day. That, no, I can it believe is. that. Because the Yamanote's got Shibuya, Shinjuku, and Ikebukuro. And you know, Shibuya, um, or sorry, not Shibuya, Shinjuku, that is the busiest travel hub in the world. That I believe. You are- Once you get to Shinjuku, you can get to anywhere in Tokyo. And so I think- It's the most convenient place to live. Exactly, but I think people have been demonizing the bars here lately, mm-hmm. but the real problem I think is the public transit, but there is nothing you can do about that. Like, if you're going to catch it on the public transit, you're going to catch it on the public transit. It is what it is. It is what it is. But also, like, you know, we do try to be careful. We both wear masks. Masks. We sanitize as much as we can. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I mean, going out no, to bars no, no, here. No giving handshakes to the Nigerians out in Kabukacho. Never that, never that. Well, that's another story Get for me. a different day. Exactly. But also, <laughs> let me just make it clear that we do take precautions, but life has been kind of normal over the past year and a half here, even considering the coronavirus. Um, it's it, it's been somewhat normal here, and um, I don't know. I think uh, please do not judge us for right now. I think we're still going here. Yeah, please don't judge us right now uh, for being at a bar because it is a different country. It's a different culture, um, and um, I know we're drunk recording this. This is our first test episode, but listen, this is how the podcast is going to be. Exactly. So the next question I wanted to. To ask you is like uh, basically um, 
you came out here for hip hop. Right? Uh huh. So, so desna. So desna. So desna. So, as far as your hip hop experience in living in Japan, mm-hmm. how has that been? All right. Out of a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna say five, six. Yeah. And the yeah. only reason I say five or six is because. I made a good friend who's also a rapper and DJ yeah. in Kita Senju and he owns a juice bar. Yeah. Is that the is it, Yeah, Juice Bar Rocket. Yes. Yeah, big up Juice Bar Rocket. Yeah, yeah shout out. Basically, yeah. He's like the he's like the Styles P of Tokyo fan. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese rapper with a juice bar, you get me? Like he's yeah. the Styles P of Tokyo. I gotcha. And where he's got a room um above the juice bar, that's where he holds like little events. Yeah. So what they were doing like they were doing like secret events like invite only so well, they had a few hip- maybe we shouldn't say that about I uh, know what's done is done really because at the end of the day it's been advertised on the internet so people yeah. know you get me yeah but like yeah so um yeah so I met some um Japanese um hip hop fans and rappers yeah. R&B singers like through that yeah. so that was good being in an authentic hip hop environment here yeah. was great yeah. the clubs now mm. Club Harlem that's like the mecca of hip hop for Tokyo oh like, yeah and Club I think Harlem banging anyone, anyone who likes hip hop and knows Tokyo make they sure know you go. Harlem make yeah. sure and if you don't know Tokyo's hip hop scene Harlem is the mecca I actually have not been there and it's a travesty because I've been visiting for about two and a half years I've been dying to go to this place because I had my times as a hip hop head um, but Marlon, unfortunately, is leaving Japan soon, and I am, you know what, maybe tonight we're going to end up there because uh, he's leaving soon, and I need to go visit this place with him. But anyway, another thing I wanted to touch on is um, there's another bar, I don't know if we should name it or not, we can cut out the name if we need to, but uh, there's another bar very close to here called LG. Uh-huh. And I think that's a very, very good local spot. You might not know it if you're a, a traveler, but if you're a hip-hop head and you're a tourist to Tokyo... Definitely visit that place. I love that place. LG is very close to a lot of rock bars, and it's a little bit hard to find if you're a tourist, but look mm. up. It's called Life is a Gamble. Mm-hmm. Look up LG. The first time I went there, I was actually a little bit afraid because I didn't know what to expect. You know, mm. in Kabukicho, they call it the most dangerous area of Japan. Which it is, but Japan is also very safe. So, it's dangerous if you're born and raised there. To any Western people, most people from other countries, it's dangerous if you have no common sense. It's is mild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know what you're doing, you're gonna be safe anywhere yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. But LG, you could have like two percent street smarts and be fine out here. Like, exactly. But LG, the first time I went there, I was a little nervous because it's like Kabuki Real show. Talk. You know? Real talk. Yeah, because like wow. people, you know, some bad thing. People get drugged here. People get robbed here. Like, no, I hear that happens in a certain club but next to it. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, name? but oh, it's I've only heard about that. that only happens if you're. You're acting a fool. Excuse my French, but it only happens if you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. If you know what you're doing anywhere in Japan, you're gonna be safe. 
So LG is a bar that I've really grown to like, I love and I know it. you love it. Yeah. Um, Get me. So shout out LG. That's a good spot. Get me. They do requests, like song requests. Uh, I thought like the, the first night you took me there, and the, the songs I requested, the DJ was writing them down on his phone. Yeah. Yeah, because you know I was showing him bangers. Was that Blackie or? <laughs> no, no, the other dude, um, the taller one. The taller oh one. man, I forgot his name. Yeah, I haven't seen the last couple times I've been there. I haven't it's seen. It's always him. Blackie lately. Yeah. Mm, mm, and yeah. we can cut out the names. Uh, yeah. I think we should. Uh, oh, I think. Uh, fuck it. Leave it in if they're okay with let it. Let me. We're bigging it up, like. Yeah. But I'll be honest, like the. the <laughs> first two times I came with you was when it was the most lively yeah. since I've been there oh yeah no apart from the day events yeah. they, they have a, a regular day event called um, the Japanese Cypher yeah. so Japanese rappers everyone goes there everyone passes the mic I jumped on the mic a couple of times done my thing yeah. I was the only one rapping in English but through that that was how I was breaking ice with people and people were talking to me to be honest I was the only foreigner there now I think about it and you fit right in honestly because it's the energy it's not where you're from It's and where you're at You know what It's a good bar to, Exactly And that's a good mm. point But also mm. like They got a karaoke machine Like they, yeah. got, they got it made there Like Honestly that bar is banging And it, it's hard to find And it might seem intimidating The first time you go But I definitely recommend that spot If you are a hip hop head Well when you walk in And you hear, you hear that hip hop If you're like me That is just a That's Hip hop is welcoming theme music to me Like I can tell you stories When I walked into like Harlem And Every, like majority of people are just standing around and I'm the I'm the one that brought the energy into that room. You're Get always me, good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in and um was one DJ I met on my birthday weekend. Her name was Adriana King. Sick DJ. I walked in and she was playing Biggie and I knew I'm at home. I walked across the dance hall rapping the bars, went to the um uh, the bar, got my drink, carried on spitting the bars, I'm looking around, I'm like, why is no one else on this level? Yeah. Like what? Well, you know what? And then I will say you're very good at that because I've brought you to some bars where I was working at, and specifically one bar. I'm not gonna say which it is because I I should be very careful about how I phrase this. But mm-hmm. there's a certain bar in Kabukicho. We're not gonna say the name, okay. but it's a bar that I don't like. But I have gotten job opportunities there. Oh. I just, I, yeah, yeah, I, I just realized. I yeah, just yeah. realized. And so, it's, it's, and so, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but it's not yeah. really your scene, right? Not at all. But what I what I really like about you, and I think is a big reason why we're friends, is because um, it's not definitely not my scene. Definitely, definitely not, not my your scene either. Scene Janaitis. But scene Janai, scene Janai demo. But but. You can go in somewhere and you create the energy that gets other people involved, and I think that's that's a good mindset to have. You know, well, I had to trick myself. I, honestly, when I was in there, yeah. Um, I, I, um, I heard the music. I was like, you know, it's not my thing. I was looking around at people, and I was like, uh, you know what? It is what it is. Like at the end of the day, yeah, life is about now. Like life is what you make it. Yeah. yeah. And once someone has been stuck gamble. in my yeah, life's a gamble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, and um, was it basically? A lot of time I've been jogging out here. I've been yeah. listening to a song called um, uh, sorry, I've been listening to a song by Nas called "Life Is What You Make It" featuring DMX. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. to the legend. Man, yeah? rest in peace. And a lot of times, like when I was jogging, the chorus is like, "Life is what you make it." Life is what you make it. Like, so fast forward, I'm in that club, and it's not my thing. The music's definitely not my thing. Yeah. But life is what you make it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Get on the dance floor. I'm gonna jump around, yeah. enjoy myself to a point. 
it's like, it's like tricking myself. Yeah. I'm jumping around, and because of that exercise, I start feeling endorphins. Yeah. Once I feel the endorphins, I'm at home. I'm in a good place. Mm. And um, the other people I met there, no one spoke English. Yeah. And I'm gonna be, I'll be honest, like. But you were the king of the club that night. I saw. Yeah, I was king you. of the dance floor. I was king. Of, yeah. I was working, but yeah. you were the highest energy. People were gravitating towards you. Like, yeah. That's what I respect about mm. you. I think that's a good mindset but to have. That's the only thing that's helped me in this country. Yeah. That's happened to me in Harlem. Yeah. Happened to me in Club Rip. Yeah. Oh yeah, Club Rip. Another hip hop bar you guys need to check out. Right next to Shibuya Station. What is it? Club Rip, W R E P. Okay, I don't know Rip. this one. Yeah, yeah. really and good place. Should we give a quick shout out to uh, Madame Wu? Madame Wu. Woo! Yes, because I had a good time with yeah. you there, man. Yeah, and but I, the I really music. saw you in your element there, brother. But those DJs, it turned into a clash for the DJs to see who could get the, the best reaction out of me. Yeah, get me because when it because get me um, when the DJ started playing um was it genuine um, my pony. Don't get me wrong, I know it's a banger. Yeah, but we were the only two dudes at that bar. Yeah. You can't be playing slow jams when it's just brothers at the bar. So I'm, I made a fuss about it, but it was a joke. Yeah. Get me? I came because I was busting jokes. I was like, no, 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 R and B. Like, where's the girls? Where's the girls? It's yeah. only men here. I remember that. Yeah. So the female DJ, this one thing I fully rate about her. She, she read me. Bangers. She, yeah, she saw me and was like, "Yeah, this guy needs the real shit." She was so once one she got on the decks, Jada Kiss, Rough Riders, yeah. Mob Deep. I was like, "This is my shit." And then that's when I started going nuts. I was in my element. And man, I was uh, I was working that yeah, night. Yeah, so exactly. Like, you was doing your thing, working, yeah, yeah. taking photos of them. Yeah. Yeah. Getting a free promotion, mm. and then the other DJs because they saw my reaction. Sorry, my reaction. It became a competition. Yeah. So the next DJs will throw, drop and bangers. The next ones are throwing bangers. No R and B or strictly. And I think real when, you, when you put that energy out as we're still going here. When you put that energy out as a customer, yep. I think um, it definitely um, gets a response from the DJs. Like they can see that, you know, especially because that night it was still. We have some restrictions here, mm -hmm. but the Tokyo government really like does not have any power to really shut people down. Mm -hmm. Like we're supposed to shut things down around eight or nine p.m. Um, if you're, I think anyone if you're already in the establishment, yeah. they let you stay for longer. Well, I think everybody, how long. anybody that knows me, they know what bar we're in. I'm not gonna say what it is, but like, I mean, we're safe here, but like, mm -hmm. there are some restrictions on bars here. We're supposed to close around eight, nine p.m., but um, the bar that we're at right now historically has been open afterwards because they did not take the relief money from the government so if you don't do that then everything's okay because um the if if you take the money you have to close by 8 9 p.m mm -hmm. but um i kind of lost where i was going with this because i don't know where are the bars oh, madam Wu, we, we was there for late, later than it was supposed to be that's why you brought up the time yeah and i mean let's not <laughs> name the bars oh, yeah. like, um, we named them before them are, though yeah but you notice yeah, when yeah. we left when we left those more people they there. were they were closed by came. the time that they were supposed to close yeah they were mm. but um there are some bars that just don't uh, give a shit, and if you don't accept uh, the money, like the, what I'm trying to get at really is that cream the get the money, <laughs> yen yen bill, y'all. Well, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is the Japanese government really does not have the power. They they suggest highly. Mm. 
that bars close at a certain time, which I think is a good thing because almost everybody listens to it. We happen to be in one of the bars. Society, fam. Like, like. Well, hold on. Quick, quick quick side note. Like, like, like my ex. She was like, if you don't follow rules and regulations, I can't be with you. I'm thinking like, yo. Say no more. Well, Back to what you're saying, so you don't lose what you're saying. Point being, the Japanese government doesn't have a lot of power. Yeah. Well, hey, wait, wait, can you say hi? We're from the podcast. My buddy, Nobo. Just say, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Arigato. Arigato. Good morning. Good morning. Arigato, Nobo. But, sorry. Anyway, the Japanese government doesn't have a whole lot of power to shut things down. They highly suggest that things close down, but um, they cannot force closures like the way America can. Anyway, uh, point being, um, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, there's a lot going on in the part where we're right now. But point being, Nippon Orimas. We've been a uh, podcast. Oh. Give me two minutes. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of the thought gov- there. There's uh, government shutting down bars. Yeah, the yeah. Time restrictions. But that's, they they can't weird. really shut it down because, for example, the bar we're in right now. I'm very thankful that they have stayed open because um, a certain someone who's very close to me still has a job and. Um, I don't know. We can all infer what that means. But anyway, um, I don't know. Point being, to wrap this up, one of the the, the last question that I want to ask you. Well, wrap this up. <laughs> well, the last question that I want to ask you is when you go home, I know yeah. you're going to come back to visit. Obviously. And there are certain things that we can't announce yet mm-hmm. about um, new bars happening. There are certain things we can't really say yet yeah. publicly. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the last question I wanted to ask you is what are you going to miss the most about Japan when you go back to the UK? And wait, before I was say you ask, ask that, sorry, think yeah. about that for one second. Yeah. Sumasan, eto, oki biru, arigashimasu. Oh, sumasan. Uh, konnichiwa from the lovely Chizuru. Uh, anyway, the last thing I wanted to ask you is uh, what is the one thing, if you had to pick one thing, one thing, what are you going and don't say onigiri. Ah! Don't say onigiri. Sorry, okay, so I'm addicted to that, man. Well, well, let it's me just addiction. let me just explain. Onigiri is like a rice ball. It's a traditional Japanese snack. It's like if you're on the go, it's a very good snack. Mm. But go, as far as like, your, your 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 feeling, your kanji, like uh, mm. not kanji writing, but kanji feeling, like yeah. um, what are you going to miss the most about this place? Easy safety. The safety, yeah, yeah, like it's a very good answer, man. And the reason I say safety, <laughs> it's not, it's not like safety off my well-being. I'm talking like, um, was it when I lost my wallet yeah. and I got it back? Yeah, like all, like basically, I was planning to uh, to pay my rent the next day. Yeah, and I got all of it back, everything. Now, That's safe. Like, can I pause you for a second here? Go on. So. 
in America and I'm sure in the UK London, as well. You don't get in that yeah, if you if you go to the bathroom, like I have a Japanese girlfriend and I've had to explain to her, like, if you come to America, if you use the toilet, you we say toilet here, but I guess in the West we would say bathroom, but like uh, here it's the toilet, but toilet. What what I'm trying to say really is you cannot leave your cell phone or your wallet on the table. People leave their laptops in Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Or cafe shops. If you, dude, if you go to the bathroom here in Japan, you just leave your Mm. uh, your sifu, your wallet. You leave your phone on the bar table. You go to the bathroom. You can leave your phone or wallet on the bar for three hours. Nobody's gonna touch it. No touchy. Nobody's gonna no touch touchy. it because it is. Su- and let's say you lose your wallet on the train. Yeah. You're gonna get it back. You just go to the Lost and Found Center. Exactly. And uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make that point. But like, oh, like yeah, that's, like that's, that's safetyness. Is... That the, the 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 fact that streets are so clean. Like, listen, if I drop yeah. food in London, I ain't picking it back up. Yeah. Out here, I'm picking it back up. Like, I feel so bad like, about like in America, and this is a really bad habit of mine back in America. Yeah. I would just little flick. Little bug. No, in the sense of I would flick my cigarettes on the ground, Mm. but here in Japan, I put it out on my shoe, and then we have portable ashtrays here. I put it in that, or if I don't have one, I put it out and I put it in my back pocket. It's because it's so clean, you don't you don't want to ruin it, and you don't want to inconvenience other people. Like there's a big culture of Mm. you do not want to. It's ironic that there's no bins. There are no trash trash cans here. yeah. Yeah. But it's clean out here. Cause yeah, and where I—that's uh, a different story for a different day. Why there's no mm. trash cans here, but we'll get into mm. that. But anyway, um, I guess to wrap this up, uh, um, if you could, if you could summarize your time in Japan with three words, three words, what would they be? They would be three words. Three words. What would they be? Anxiety. Mm. Um, the next one is two words, but yeah, yeah, language yeah. barrier. I'll count that. Language barrier. Hip hop. <laughs> and hip hop. I love that man. Like, oh, you know what? You guys just heard a typical night out with me and my very good friend Marlon. Don't know. I know. Unfortunately, he has to leave soon, but I know I'm, I'm making him come back here. I'm, my hope is that he will live here permanently someday, but I'm going to make sure this guy comes back here. But uh, you just heard a night out in Japan with me and my very good buddy Marlon. Thank you so much for doing this with me, no man. Worries, no worries. I'm really glad that my no friends worries. back home get to hear what you're like and what a night out for the two of us is like. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for being a part of this, man. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, so good, baby, baby. All right. Oh, yeah, sumi nasai.